to just ask you, how's everything going on your end? Like, how how are you? As, as far as the tournament? I don't know, just in life general. Like, I always like to ask people, like, oh, how man. are you doing? Oh, yeah. actually, actually, things been going super great. I just got married in Cancun uh saturday just got back to chicago uh yesterday so i'm still on cloud nine okay all right so um the dream uh dreamville shy league uh, takes place on august 8th uh tell us a bit about how that idea came about we know that you're the uh, organizer how exactly did you guys come up with um the idea of the dreamville shy league well actually you know, uh, I was, I, I did a few things for Wilson uh, back in the day. Uh, I hosted the Rail FIBA three-on-three games that Wilson actually sponsored alongside with Nike. And okay. uh, I, I just stayed in contact with the guy by the name of Ben De La Cruz. And uh, they, they called me a couple of years ago and they was like, man, uh, they know what I do, what I did here in Chicago as far as pro-am stuff and mm -hmm. basketball leagues and everything. And so they contacted me and they was like, look, we want to do something outside the box that we ain't never did before. And uh -huh. uh, we know that you're the right person yeah. to get it done. And okay. uh, once we started, you know, I've been working on this almost for a year and a half, uh, working on this piece. And then when uh, I got the phone call that uh, they collab with uh, Dreamville and mm -hmm. I was just, I was super ecstatic about that. And I was like, that's huge, you know, uh, once I found, you know, found out Dreamville had actually collabed with Wilson to do this program here in Chicago. Uh, that was big time news for me. And that just yeah. made me go a little harder. Mm -hmm. You guys took a four year um, hiatus from doing mm -hmm. the, um, the tourney. Um, how does it feel to be back in action and uh, starting on August 8th? Oh, man, you know. This is what Chicago, uh, a part of Chicago culture, and in for uh, this basketball to be back on this platform and yeah. and at this level is super uh -huh. huge for the city. Uh, it's going to bring back a lot of excitement, and yep. uh, it's going to be super super huge for the city of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy uh, to be a part of it. You know, this is real huge. This is this is history in the making. Yeah. Um, so, how long did it take to uh, prepare for the start back up? of the tourney how long did it take as far as uh uh what like far as uh i guess getting everything prepared knowing who's going to be on teams uh, oh yeah like, that was know, how much how long did it take for that oh it took it took some months it took a couple mm -hmm. of months uh, okay. because you know it's a lot of phone calls and emails and uh it was just a lot of work because you know basketball kind of laid dormant in chicago for for some years as you say and um you know, so to get the players back excited, some of the new NBA players that's from Chicago, some of the mm -hmm. players that's not from Chicago, a lot of the G League guys, a lot of the big time college guys and everything. You know, this was huge for them because, you know, normally those guys will go somewhere else and play because there was nothing going on here in Chicago. So, uh, yeah, it took it took a while. All right. So you were one of the creators of the Chicago United Hoops Classic. Yeah, um, one can't win. And this is going to be huge. Yeah, I think you're breaking up a bit. Maybe I was, yeah. I don't know. If no, so, yeah, somebody was calling me. So I Oh, that. gosh, gosh. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so um, you were one of the creators of the Chicago United Hoops Classic. Um, how how did that idea come about? I know that was like, I mean, I think I was still playing 
basketball around that time when it started, but um, you were one of the creators of the Chicago United Hoops Classic. Um, how did that idea come about? Well, me and a couple of the partners, and we, we thought that, you know, since Chicago was a hotbed for uh, basketball talent on the high school level, and, you know, mm -hmm. the McDonald's All-American game would only have yeah. or feature one guy from the city. So we mm -hmm. want to do... We wanted to give guys that were seniors an opportunity to, to showcase their talent in one last game. So we were, we uh, put the game together and had like uh, most of the high school seniors uh, from the west side against the high school seniors from the south side. And we put together a, a huge game. We got some sponsors involved. And uh, mm -hmm. we wanted to really let that be their last McDonald's quote unquote All-Americans game, but here in Chicago for them to showcase their talent to try to get on into another school and try to, you know, getting them into a uh, university. Gotcha. All right. So also growing up in Chicago, did you ever get a chance to, um, you know, maybe watch, see, witness, uh, I think it was Benji Wilson uh, yes. before his passing? How yes. was that? Yeah. Ben Wilson, man, was a, was a raw talent. You know, yeah. here's a kid that went from, uh, zero to 60 within a year, you know, in a sense of, you know, him playing his junior year to playing in some camps over the summer until senior year, then became the number one player in the country, you know, to, uh, to watch him, uh, you know, get to that level. And then was, was great for the city of Chicago. Uh, and it was tragic at the same time, you know, that he got killed. Uh, Benji uh, is uh, most definitely a historical basketball figure here in Chicago, even these young kids heard about uh, Ben Wilson. You know, I just happened to be around. I was a sophomore when he passed away in high school. So uh, just, you know, just a tragic, it was a gift and a curse, you know, in a sense, Chicago wow. basketball. All right, so um, growing up in Chicago, did you have a childhood favorite Hooper? Um, oh, most, most, most definitely. Uh, when I was, when I was super young, uh, my favorite player was, uh, Isaiah Thomas. And oh, then, wow. and then when Michael Jordan came to the Bulls, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan became my favorite player of all time. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, did, yeah. do you like, do you, did you ever get a chance to, um, I'm, well, actually I'm pretty sure you went to probably a few, um, did you ever get a chance to watch any of his like memorable playoff games, NBA final games, anything like, I mean, I think that's just amazing to be able to grow up in Chicago around that era with, um, MJ. Yeah. So the, the good thing about growing up on the pro-am side of Chicago is that I had the great opportunity as a kid, uh, to go and watch Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas and Wes Matthews and Al Frederick Hughes, uh, Terry Cummins, Tim Hardaway, watched all those guys play in the Pro-Am where it originally started at Chicago State. So by this tournament being back at Chicago State is, is culture when you come to Chicago because that's where a lot of the big-time Pro-Ams started at, you know. And, you know, here's a kid that didn't have the funds to go to an NBA game as a kid. So to go and watch Michael Jordan and those guys for free that was huge for uh, for me as a kid, yeah. you know, I, to catch the bus and to, you know, 
and to go to Chicago State, and then it went to, uh, from Chicago State to uh, IIT. It was it was super big, you know. That's what that was like. My NBA games right there was the summer league. Like, is there any? I mean, you you, you mentioned a pro am. Is there like a memorable pro am game that you like really remember of like any any player just coming in and dropping such and such amount of points? Because I know th- there are so many stories, but like, do you? Like, is there one game that you can really remember that's like super memorable? Most definitely. Uh, I remember going to the Pro-Am and uh, Allen Iverson. Oh, wow. (laughs) uh, Allen Iverson came in and Antoine Walker, which is a part, you know, he's he's coaching a team at the in the Dreamville Chalet. But uh, yeah. Antoine Walker was in his prime. And this is when Antoine Walker was like the cyber. They called him Cyber Twan. He was, you know, uh, <laughs> he was an all star. He was he wasn't a world champion yet, but he was like he was the man, one of the men in, yeah. in, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And Allen Iverson walks in and he just Allen Iverson walked in to play and Antoine Walker stopped the whole game and had the people who run the Pro-Am get Allen Iverson a uniform and everything. And then they let him warm up. And then he came in and put on a show. Wow, and I'm shocked. It was, sure un- it was unbelievable. And Tim Hardaway was playing, a wow. uh, guy named Donald Whiteside, a guy named Skull Hayes, uh, Antoine Walker himself. It was huge, man. Uh, Sean Marion. And for him to come in, uh, just to come and see, watch some games and then, start playing was huge <laughs> wow so chicago is like you know obviously one of the some of the best basketball players have uh came from chicago lived in chicago but also on the hip-hop side you guys have like a crazy lineup of like artists who are from the shot town so as far as artists in uh shot town who was your uh, favorite favorite hometown artist for far as on the hip-hop side Hip hop. I mean, honestly, yeah, hip hop side. We this is hip hop magazine, so I definitely just keep it at hip hop. But I know there's so many other uh, genres as well. Yeah. Well, my favorite artist on the hip hop side come out of Chicago, of course, is Common. Oh wow, that's my. He's one of my favorites too. But I, I'm gonna let you finish. But I, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna so, give you who, who's my favorite. Okay, so Common is my number one. Okay. And then you know you talk about culture, you look at. Uh, you look at uh, Twister, Crucial okay. Conflict. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm the old school with it, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you know, so guys like that was like some of my favorite rap artists, you know, come out of Chicago. I'm not going to lie. I'm super surprised you didn't say Kanye, but because Kanye. Oh, well, you know, Kanye. Well, well, most definitely not. Don't get me. Don't get uh, Kanye <laughs> is most definitely out of the new guys, you know. Yeah. You're most definitely Kanye holding it down, most mm-hmm. definitely holding it down for Chicago. And then, you know, Chance the Rapper, of course, oh, yeah, is yeah, holding, yeah. you know, Chance the Rapper is like the LeBron James of Chicago. <laughs> you know, he do so much, you know, he do so much for the community. He's also, mm-hmm. he's also one of my favorites as well, you know, so I yeah. cannot leave him out. So if you're writing this article, please don't, uh, <laughs> don't kill me oh, with it. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. So, um, as far as NBA moves, a lot of things have been taking place on the NBA offseason just recently. Um, who are you most excited about um, as far as team team moves wise? Um, there's like I said, there's been a lot of moves happening. Um, I don't know if you've been checking it out, but um, 
Yeah, yeah I have. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Bulls and a Lakers fans Laker okay. fan all day. I like what both teams is doing, and I'm not gonna lie. I would I wouldn't have bought a ticket to a game last year. They was that horrible, but this, <laughs> but this year with the moves they made. You know, with uh, Mark DeRozan and those mm-hmm. guys like that, I think the Bulls is going to be fun to watch, and uh, they're going to be super exciting to watch, and they're going to sneak up on a lot of teams. Uh, I got them to make the playoffs in like the top five uh, seed, and the and then the Lakers, of course, you know, getting Mr. Mm-hmm. Triple Double, you know, <laughs> over there, and then yeah. if you know, and if my boy hometown favorite Anthony Davis, if he stays healthy. I really can't see nobody beating the Beating Lakers. them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, Lakers are going to come back, and I think they'll probably try to get another one. And then uh, and then I don't know what LeBron is going to do after that, but I really think the Lakers will win it all. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I think they've made – they they are the most impressive uh, for the in the offseason mm-hmm. so far. Um, I don't know what other moves any other teams can make to try to, you know, pass that. But yeah, yeah. Russell Westbrook was really crazy. And then they added yeah. Carmelo. So, I mean, I'm just like, wow. I guess we'll exactly. just have to see what happens. All right. Yeah. So with the partnership with Wilson and Dreamville, um, you guys are also engaged in the community. I think that's awesome. Um, hosting yep. youth clinics each Saturday of the league and uh, local bank owned businesses from the surrounding neighborhoods. Yes, um, ma'am. How are you guys? Um, how good does it feel to be able to try to, you know, give back to the community and try to engage people? Uh, I think it's very important because uh, it's, you know, uh, we wanted to bring that element to to the to this game because at the end of the day the game of basketball is the game of basketball but I mean these kids is more important than anything to uh to Wilson and myself uh and and of course I, I know Dreamville as well uh because that's what it's about man it's about uplifting and lifting as you climb and uh and if we don't give these kids no hope I don't think no one else will so I think um you know giving back for these kids uh, you know, as far as activations during the games and stuff like that and camps, free camps and mentoring programs for these kids is huge. And I think that's what's going to separate uh, this league from any other league, probably across the board. Got it. All right. So um, Wilson and the Winning Edge Leadership Academy will also be collaborating on immersive learning experience for the next generation of leaders in the sports business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Gigs for Game Changes program. Uh, bringing together diverse current and former student athletes for workforce training, supporting Shaw League projects. Uh, tell me, tell us a bit about that. Okay, so let me see. Uh, the winning is yeah, the winning is so they're going to facilitate. They're going to facilitate like a lot of town hall uh, 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 and long term relationships with local community uh, uh, businesses throughout Chicago, which is huge because. But once again, like that's never been done. So like, like I say, like, this is not just about basketball. It's about building relationships in these communities and bridging the gaps. So, you know, especially we have a lot of small local owned, local black owned businesses from uh, in these neighborhoods that needs some uh, extra push. And these little small black owned businesses is willing to be able to help out any capacity that they can. So for them to engage uh, and, and forge a relationship with those businesses and stuff like that, I think that would be huge. Awesome. All right. So what should people who are getting their tickets be expect from these games? Um, I know it's going to be crazy. Uh, what should, what do you think everyone should expect? I think everyone should expect some good basketball. 
a lot of great stuff for these kids in the communities. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a star-studded event. Most definitely that, you know, people have been laying dormant for a while due to COVID and everything. So hopefully yeah. this can be a, a, a bright spot in a lot of people's lives and a lot of basketball heads to come out and see some good basketball and see that Dreamville, along with Wilson and all our other partners, can put something together that's huge for the city of Chicago. It's definitely going to more than likely be some good surprises out there, too. So, I mean, in Chicago, like, it's going to be some really cool stuff going on. So, uh, I think that's uh, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty exciting. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, um, because I write for Respect Magazine, I have to ask this question. Uh, what does mm-hmm. the word respect mean to you? Like, when you see or hear that word, uh, what are the first things that come to your mind? Man, respect is huge. I mean... I'm gonna just use myself as an uh, as an analogy, and as as and this is real. Uh, you know the way I move through Chicago, I respect everybody. I got love for everybody. That's why that's why I can do what I do in this city. And I I told so I told one of my friends, man, you can't uh, be a, uh, you can't know everybody and been and done something wrong to somebody. So like I know uh, I know all of Chicago, man. I got love from every side, and that's because I respect every side i respect all people and that's mm-hmm. huge and i think you know passing that torch to these young kids i think it will uh um it will it will stop a lot of the negativity that's floating around with our youth you know what i'm saying that word respect is huge man you know and if you don't have no respect for others man then you ain't gonna have no respect for yourself absolutely um so last words for uh for supporters of the um uh, the Shaw league Pro-Am, any last words that you do have for uh, people that will be coming out to the event starting August 8th? And um, that'll just, end our interview. Yeah, well, I just want to say everybody that's going to come out, everybody that's supporting uh, the Dreamville Wilson Shot League, uh, that I thank them from the bottom of my heart, and I'm super gracious for them to even consider, you know, taking time out their days to come and watch some good basketball and supporting the whole endeavor. All right. And that's going to end our interview. Thanks so much, Jabba, for doing this interview with Respect Magazine. We greatly appreciate thank it. You. And, uh, thank you. And thank you for taking well. time out your day as well. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. All right. Bye-bye.